Welcome back to In the Middle Podcast. It's about two dads living life in the Midwest. We talk about all things fatherhood, sports, hobbies, and the greatest things that need debated. Mark? Sipe. What's up, man? <laughs> How you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. It's been a little bit since we've, we've had a, a recording. It's been almost seven days now, eight days. Right. Uh, yeah, actually, the last time we recorded was a very memorable night, but we will, that's a little teaser for in a little bit, and we'll, we'll explain why that was a very memorable night. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, it's a day that I think we're both going to remember for a while. That's right, that's right, yeah, episode 0.2 will, will live in infamy. Um, I mean, you won't know it if you listen to the episode, but for us, it was, it was a very, it, it will always be probably my favorite episode, just because of what happened, but... We are recording remotely once again. You are on the road this week, as we I am. had described. So uh, got there safely, which is good. Yep. I mean, I, I don't got really much of a you know introduction that I need to state that we're not going to cover later in the cast. So I think we're we can just kind of preview these segments that we're going to do and move on. All right, segment number one. We're going to be talking sports segment uh, today. We're going to be talking a little bit about bowling. Segment two, under the family and dad stuff, we're going to have a, a plethora of stuff to talk about today. Throwback to 0 0.1, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about kids sleeping in the bed. We're going to go a little bit more in depth with those, some of the memories that we've had already as dads. And then we're going to have some some updates from just life in uh, in Kansas with our two families, right? We have a couple things that happened pretty important last week. Yep. And then we have three or four uh, listener-requested shorts this week. And so you're going to have to stay tuned to, to listen to, to three small topics that we're going to talk about. And then last, we're going to have, and actually, I think this is another re listener-requested thing, too. It's a top five. And this week, we're going to talk about the top five snacks you like to steal from your kids. Oh, yeah. I love snacking. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So... Uh, let's, let's get started. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So first segment's bowling. Uh, I, I have a story to tell you. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. You previewed this. I listeners, I'm listening to this for the first time too. So I'm anxious to, to hear what sort of transpired here. Yes. I had the greatest game of my life bowling on Friday night. Okay. So me and my brother Jerry, my sister-in-law Whitney, um, my sister-in-law Lish, and my dad took uh, the the top five oldest siblings of the cousins. I don't know if that made any sense. I get what you're uh, saying. People from the yeah. Midwest will know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we we took him to our local uh, bowling alley there, and uh, I tell you what. The night started off a little bit crappy through a gutter ball, first ball. Oh, yeah, always rough. Okay, followed it up. I struck it out for that spare. I was like, all right, here we go. I can throw some strikes here. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, and then, you know, we're, we're helping the five kids on lane one uh, roll the ball down the, the big dinosaur-looking thing. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Have seen no. those things? Yeah, those are great. I mean, now they still have bumpers, right? I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Yep. For the kids, I didn't. Right. I didn't bowl this good with with bumpers. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I'm not a cheater. All right. See, actually, I'm going to stop you there. My greatest game that I've ever bowled was with bumpers, and I was oh. eight years old at my second oh. grade like birthday party. I bowled right. 
I bowled a 202, and my best friend at the time, Zach, bowled a 201. Um, oh, I have not come anywhere close since. In fact, if I break 100, it's considered a modern miracle. So that should tell you all <laughs> how much I'm good, how, how good I am at bowling. But, but yeah, I'm anxious to hear, hear where this story goes. So yeah, little aside. Yes, that's awesome. So yeah, going back to uh, frame number two here, get up there, get my line. I'm like, all right, here we go. I ended up with a, a strike to to get that spare on that first frame. Right. Second frame, I'm going to do the same thing. I want to get a strike. And I throw the ball, gutter. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going, but okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Gutter ball. I see a trend. I'm I'm a little bit mad. I'm like, all right. Yeah, you wasted that go. spare. Yeah. And so I throw another ball, strike it out for a spare. Jeez. Yeah, so okay. my first two frames, gutter, sp- spare, gutter, spare, right? Okay. Going on from frame three, I go help my my son throw the bowling ball down the lane. I help my, my niece throw the bowling ball down the lane, uh, you know, pick up the ball, go over, make sure they're not going to stub their toe or, or drop the ball on their toe, anything like that. Get up there on my, my third frame, strike. It's like, heck yes, here we go. Go in my fourth frame, and I'm doing this the whole time. We're kind of all, all together helping the kids throw right, the back balls down the lanes. Right, right, yep. And and then I go to my fourth frame, strike. It's like yes, okay, here we go. Double. Okay. Two in a row. Two in a row. Are we getting a turkey here? Yeah. So normally I'm like, yeah. If I get three in a row, I'm like, that's a that's a good game of bowling right there in itself. Right. Right. I have had one turkey in my life, and it was actually probably within the last ten years, but. I, yeah, I I never get strikes. So yeah, yeah one one either. turkey, one two hundred plus game. I'm I'm done. I'm never I'm never bowling again. I'm there for the beer and nachos. Well, wait until you hear this story. Okay. <laughs> so fifth frame strike. So got my turkey. Turkey. Okay. Right. Sixth frame strike. Quad. Okay. Seventh frame strike. Eighth frame strike. Ninth frame strike. Tenth frame strike. Okay. But then you get two more throws, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So I'm I'm sitting here going, I am bowling out of my mind. I have never even came close to getting, you know, f- even five strikes in a row. That's unreal. Right. And mind you, I haven't bowled in like three years probably. So I get up there, second ball of the 10th frame, and I'm like, this is going to be the best game of my life anyway, but I want to finish it out with two more strikes. Sure. I get the nerves. My dad and brother and my sister-in-laws are both like, let's go, Chris. I get the nerves. I get my line. Gutter. <laughs> what a way like, to end it. Oh, my God. No, I still had one more ball. Oh, God, please I struck tell me the you first spare it. I throw a strike to spare Nice. the 10th frame. So, literally, I bowled three gutter balls, and the rest were strikes. So so let me so let me ask you this. Yeah. So now I have to ask, did you print this off? I took a picture of it. Okay, okay. I took a picture of it and I will post this to our social media and uh Okay, yeah, because I want to see this thing. Yep. I want to be the last line of the game. Um BB is were, were my initials that night. And that's a little inside joke. Um so Okay. I'm I'm assuming what it stands for, but <laughs> we, we might go we might go into detail about that. 
uh, <laughs> like episode 30 or 40. Uh, we'll, we'll see where this goes. Right. Uh, but so I'll, I'll post a picture of it to our social media and, and let everybody see that I actually did bowl a 250. Dude, that is awesome. And I might, I just might never play another game of bowling ever. Okay, so let me ask you this then. Based on, you, you know, it was either, it was all or nothing on each of these right. throws is, is what yep. you're telling me. So does that hurt more or less knowing that had you not put it in the gutter, particularly on the first two, because yep. for all intents and purposes, you knocked down all the pins in one throw. Mm-hmm. It just happened to be your second throw on those first two frames. Yep. So does that hurt more knowing that had you not done that, you were in line for a perfect game, which, I mean, I know people who bowl all the time who still have never thrown a perfect game. Yeah, and so that's one of the reasons I think I'm just going to retire. Because my, <laughs> my, throw, my throw is not, not textbook by any means. I, uh, I, I take out my, my back thumb. Oh, interesting. And and I just bowl with my my front two fingers. Okay. And when I when I pull the ball back, I'm literally two handing it, and then I get it up high enough to where the gravity kind of takes it up, and then I finish coming through, with my hand kind of at an angle, and then follow through to the right side of the lane and let it just spin in. So I, I throw a complete spin ball. Gotcha. And it's not a an easy ball to throw on on changing oils on the lanes and so i like yeah when it comes to textbooks there's probably people out there that are like if they saw my throw would just be like out out of their mind about you know how how i bowl uh because it's so funky but uh, and and that's one of the reasons why i I don't want to bowl another game i don't think i could repeat that until the day i die i I just i want to end on a good note you know right so now let me ask you this too was alcohol involved in the progression of this? Or once you hit your hot streak, you were like, nope, I don't want to like put anything in my body and like ruin my flow. It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, so I definitely, you know, I mean, we were spending all day with my, my brothers and my family. Uh, so my brothers and I, you know, we threw a couple back, two or right. three beers. Oh, yeah. Right? And uh, and then so when we got there, I was like, well, I bowled, you know, the, the first two or three frames, three or four frames. And I was like, all right, I'm getting a beer. I, I can't do this without beer. And uh, and it was more or less to settle my nerves. I was like, I, I okay, think this might sure. be a good one. Yeah. And I just, I kept I kept them going about one every three frames. I think I ended up with like two or three beers, maybe maybe three beers by the end of the night. And yeah, I was just yeah unreal. Keeping those nerves uh, so, down. It's, yeah. it's like golf, man. When you, when you hit some bad shots in a row, you just crack a beer. It solves all your problems. Exactly. Exactly. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, and you'd be proud of me when I was drinking there at the, the bowling alley. I got some old bush lights. Oh, yes. Good old bush lattes. Bush lattes. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, dude, that's awesome. Uh, congratulations, first of all, and especially doing it in the fashion that you did. So, yeah, I'm very excited to see this scorecard. Um, now, before we move on to family stuff, I have my own like opinions about bowling, which is really funny because bowling in my so like a lot of people don't like golf and we talked a lot about golf yep. on episode, you know, 0.2, but golf is very much considered, you know, like country club, like you put on your nice slacks and your fancy golf shoes and you know, the, there's a certain stigma that goes around golf. 
I feel like bowling and golf are actually very similar in the sense that they're both actually way harder than they look, and you don't get, you, you don't understand unless you play. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, God, how hard could it be to throw a gigantic ball down, you know, a, what would you say it is, like a 30-yard lane? No, not a, yard. I, I don't Probably know how long, feet. you know, lanes are. I, again, I don't bowl, but... How, how hard could it possibly be? And then you go, you throw a couple gutter balls, and people, oh, it's okay, you'll get it next time. And they treat you like you have like a, you know, a, a rare disease or something that you're dying from. <laughs> but, but here's the thing: is the difference between bowling and golf are the people. You know, golf is your country club. You know, you know, nice polo, that sort of stuff. And they have polos in bowling. But these things look like they're straight out of the 90s, you know. And Heck yes. <laughs> which is the era we grew up in. If you know anything about 90s fashion, there wasn't much of it. <laughs> oh, so, so you have, So you have your, you know, your and they're shining up their balls with their, <laughs> with their towels. And yeah, you're, you're eating nachos. <laughs> your hands are all gross. Like bowling just seems like a, the poor man's golf to me. And, and I'm sorry if I'm offending any bowlers. But like <laughs> I hate bowling because I suck at it. And I legitimately only go to drink pitchers of beer and eat nachos. Like, that's it. And that's why you can't break 100. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shit. are correct. Bow- bowling is for kids' birthday parties. You don't take yep. kids to the golf course to have parties. So th- there's my opinion. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I just looked it up on the side here. Uh, bowling lane is 60 feet in length. It kind of surprises me. 60 feet, so that'd be 20 yards. Yep. 20 yards. Roughly. Okay. Yep. All right. Pretty I, cool. I was only, you know, 30 feet off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not bad. So, yeah. All right. Well, so should we go into talking about our family and husband and fatherhood stuff? Yes, yeah. So our in our family slash dad stuff, uh, we're going to throw it back a little bit to a topic we talked about on, on 0.1. And that was uh, kids sleeping in our beds. Do you have any opinions on that? No, yeah. It, well, and I tell you, the, the whole reason why I wanted to revisit this is, you know, we touched on it, like you said, and they always say never listen to your own podcast. But honestly, I was just curious because our audio was really messed up and you told me you had fixed it. And first of all, I just have to say, hey, I mean, nobody's ever going to hear the raw footage of that and how bad it sounded. And the fact that you fixed it is incredibly awesome. So to... To all of our listeners, like Chris is putting in a ton of work making this happen, and I can't be more appreciative because of everything going on in my life right now that he's taken the time and the effort to do that. But we kind of glossed over this fact, and I know that there's a lot of people out there who share the mindset of like, what? Like, you let your kids sleep in your bed? Like, oh my gosh, like, how how can you do it? Like, some people think it's weird, some people think it's gross, like, other people think it's like bad parenting or especially depending on how old the kids, it could be dangerous, you know, type of a thing. And I mean, even just speaking of the dangerous part, I'll tell you right now, my son and I just this afternoon, um, we, we took a nap, you know, in the bed, he laid on my chest and it was totally fine. And I'm jumping ahead a little bit of, of what we're going to talk about afterwards, but he slept on my chest and we passed out together for four hours and it was spectacular. Um, But, uh, so yeah, kids sleep in the bed primarily because in the middle of the night when the baby's crying or the toddler's awake and they're fussy and you're exhausted, the last thing you want to do is go sit in their room for 45 minutes and try to coax them back to sleep. Sometimes it's just easier to be like, 
just hop in here. I don't care. And then you roll over and go to sleep. But I want to know what, because I know your kids sleep in the bed with you whenever they wake up. What sort of, what sort of things do they do that are maybe either cute or funny or really annoying? What's, what's some things that, that, yeah, your boys do that just make sleeping either a great thing or a, oh my God, please get out of my bed. Oh man. So I, I have one that's, that is pretty comical, but yeah, it's one of those things. It's just, ah, being a dad. Right. So Elliot, you know, our firstborn, um, he was probably two years old, just moved him over to his big boy bed. Right. So he can walk out get out of his bed, crawl out and all that stuff. And, uh, it was like, 1.30, maybe maybe 2 o'clock in the morning. Rachel and I went to bed probably around 10, 10 o'clock that night, 10.30, something like that. I was kind of stirring in my bed, going back and forth around that, you know, 1.30 or 2. And all of a sudden, I just, like, my eyes just came wide open because it felt oh, like God. somebody was staring oh, at Oh, God, me. I have chills. <laughs> and, I look, and I look over, and, like, at the edge of my king-size bed... All you see. Oh, is so he's at the foot of your hair. bed. Oh, that's even creepier. Yes. Oh see, my like, goodness. Face to face, but yeah, that's even creepier if he's at the foot of the bed. Yes. Uh. Staying at the foot of the bed and just was like, like, not saying anything, just sucking <laughs> on his pee. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, jeez, Elliot, what are you doing?" And Rachel like woke up like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Oh, nothing. Come here, buddy." And like it came over and picked him up, and then we snuggled. And 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 that's the thing, you know. I I really don't like the boys sleeping with us, uh, but now it, like there's it's a I don't know it's a it's a tough sure. love type of thing. Like I like I like the cuddles, right? And then like right before we go to sleep, I like that time. But then like yeah, Elliot when he was still probably around that same age, two years old. He had this really bad habit of slapping the living piss <laughs> out of me in the middle of the night. Okay. Like he w- he would turn in bed, like roll over. Right. And I sleep without a shirt. So on. he'd like floppy arm it. Yes. And it would be like <laughs> right Jeez. on the back. And I'd be like, God, Elliot, what are you doing? <laughs> like it just, just like, yeah, he would slap me until i woke up sometimes and and he'd still be asleep like i'd I'd grab his hand like what are you doing? oh yeah they have no idea that's the worst part about it yeah eyes are closed he's snoring it's like oh my gosh like just and and so those nights it's again it's one of those like really sweet bitter bitter moments it's like all right i want the cuddles but then we're gonna fall asleep and then he's gonna wake me up somehow ben my youngest now He's about that same age now. Um, Elliot, you know, is four, and and Ben is is one and a half, almost. Well, one in one and three a, quarters. A year, <laughs> a year and, and nine months. Right. So, so uh, twenty one months. I oh God, yeah, like that. that's that's a topic for another day. <laughs> I could go on a serious rant about that garbage. So my son just turned forty eight months, and. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, sorry. But no, Ben Ben's a year and, and nine months roughly and, and his big thing was he'll like scratch my back in the middle of the night. But not like 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 he puts his hand underneath 
my back and the bed, uh-huh. and like his fingernails just drag against my oh. back, like when he's trying to put his hand. So it's not like a nice scratching, like you would do for your no. wife. It's like a no. It's like a, a flesh what the ripping. Heck was that? Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and kids' nails yeah. are sharp. Those are like nail files. Yes. Like, I mean, Jesus. Like yes. Yeah. And so. Those those are my 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 stories of of kids <laughs> sleeping in the beds and and those some of them are pretty funny some of right. them are, are yeah just the the stuff that we go through as dads if if we do allow the kids sure. to sleep in our beds and what about you? Okay, well no, I'm I'm glad you shared that because my kids actually they do similar things but in a much different way. So for example, um, MK what she did or I mean she still kind of does when she sleeps she does what I call the starfish Starfish. which is she spreads her arms and legs (laughs) as far out as she possibly can so if you just picture you know when she was little and and I'm talking like year one to two like somewhere in there she would come lay in bed with us and you know of course we put her in the middle but if you've ever seen like you know those those pictures of like the husband and the wife and they're both sleeping like on the very edge of the bed with no blankets. And then like, like the dog or the kid is in the middle and they just have the entire bed to themselves and like all the blankets and pillows of the world. That was us with Mary Kate, but she slept soundly. She slept perfectly fine in the middle of the night. That was fine. The one thing that she did used to do, however, is if we were trying to snuggle, I had had to sleep with my back to her. And the reason why is because if I slept with my front, and I don't know why she did this, my wife actually claims that like in the womb, Mary Kate would do like, and you can't see what Mm -hmm. I'm doing right now, but she'd kind of make like a little claw and just do like a little scratching. Like think like somebody trying to do like nails on a chalkboard. Like imagine that. Like she would do that on the inside of my wife's uterus. Sorry, I used a word (laughs) that might offend you guys, but it's true. (laughs) Yeah. But so, so she, she would do that, but she also would like grab, like she was a very grabby kid and she's still kind of that way. She takes toys from her sister all the time, but I shit you not, she had a habit of, you know, like I could feel her kind of start like reaching and like, again, I'm facing her and also like facing towards my (laughs) wife thinking I might cuddle. She would literally grab my nipples. (laughs) Like, like if you've ever, and again, 90s kids will know exactly what I'm talking about here. If you've ever seen that episode where, like, Tommy Pickles, like, his dad's, like, sleepwalking all the time and he thinks his dad's a robot. So then he, like, crawls on him and he gets, like, a little toy wrench and, like, literally just, like, cranks his nipples. That's what my daughter was doing to me. It was a nightmare. So, like, it was fine as long as I had my back to her. But, you know, sometimes I get sore and I want to roll and lay on the (laughs) other side. And I just had to take the risk that, you know what, I might get woken up in the middle of the night from my kid trying to rip my goddamn nipple off. Doing a purple nurple on you. Oh, my God. Oh, well, and she used her nails. That was the worst part about it. Like, I think she made me bleed a couple of times. Oh, and the, and that's part of the reason why I wear shirts when I go to bed now. I have like yep. PTSD from that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but shit. but Bell on the other hand, Bell doesn't do that. What Bell does is she does what I call blade hands, which is where like you you know you make your fingers as firm as possible and kind of like you're gonna like judo chop somebody in the throat, like yep. that sort of thing. And so she does blade hands, and what she likes to do, because I typically sleep on my stomach, like with my arms like wrapped around my pillow, so kind of like mm-hmm. a cuddle position. And what she'll do is she'll just turn her hand into a sharp object, 
and then ram it really hard and fast into my <laughs> armpit. And I'm a very ticklish person. And so you can imagine my reaction is to like immediately just <laughs> slam my elbow down. And I'm not gonna lie, I've I've caught her in the at the, on the top of the head a few oh, times. Weird. Like may or may not be some brain damage, we'll see. But like, you know, it's not my fault. Like I'm being woken up in the middle of the night from somebody jabbing their hand into my armpit. That's why she knows Spanish. <laughs> Probably, yeah. She, she's gonna be like a world class piano player because you know, the, the left side of her brain's all swollen. <laughs> But the, so oh, so she goodness. does that, and then but then the other thing that she does, and and she would do it repeatedly, and I'd like take her hand, put her down, tell her no, and she like I would literally feel her like slowly going up my side, like to get back into there, and I'm just like, what are you doing? No, get away from me. <laughs> but the Go other thing that she does, I can't I can't take all this tickling to tickling me to death. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, tickling's the worst. And again, that is a topic for another day. Like. Truthfully, I, I'm just going to put this out in the universe. And so it, this is a little nugget for all of our listeners that is going to make zero sense to you, but the imagery is going to live in your minds forever. I am terrified. This is 100% my biggest fear. I do not like cotton balls because they give me that feeling of like nails on a chalkboard. Like nails on a chalkboard doesn't bother me, but I imagine that this is what you guys feel whenever I like touch something like cotton ball-y. Like I can't even touch my wife when she's wearing like certain sweaters. I'm like, you have to take that off if you want to hug. Um, but I also hate tickling. And if somebody ever attached cotton balls to the tips of their fingers and then tickled me to death, I would literally die of fear. I would have a heart attack and die. So I'm just going to put that out there. But back to Isabel. That is hilarious. (laughs) But back to Isabel. What she does, and I hate this more than what Mary-Kate does, is, again, picture husband-wife laying together, you know, two perfect lines in the bed. She likes to make an H out of us, and typically what she'll do is she'll put her feet into my back, and then she'll put her head into Katie's back. And then just stretch out as far as she possibly can to the point where one time she legit almost knocked me out of bed. Like, thankfully, yep. I'm like, you know, five times her weight or whatever it is. But <laughs> right. like, yeah, she she will, you know, put herself in a little ball, squeeze right between us and then just deadlift. Like, it's ridiculous. Yep. So, yeah, those are my stories. But it does the H every now and then. But like you guys, I do enjoy those moments of you know, snuggles and being lovey and they nuzzle up like under, you know, your neck, even though I got whiskers. I always think about that too. Like your skin's so soft and I have like this rough face. How is that possibly comfortable? But that's where they want to go. And Yep. Yep. So, yeah. It's especially but, with Prairie Este coming up. I got yeah, this, yeah. this really big one going on this, this chin of mine. Which I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to, I mean, I'm, I can grow a beard. I just... Yeah, it's not really my thing all the time. I I I'm a scruff kind of guy. Yep. I like looking ruggedly handsome, not like a hobo. So we'll see. So so I do have just one quick little story. I just wanted to share real quick about yeah. why we made the decision to move Elliot from his crib to his big boy bed. Okay. So over at the old house on Second Street, we uh, in the middle of the night around. Again, he was like a two o'clock waker upper. About two o'clock in the morning, he's in his crib, and we were trying to do the whole like just let him cry it out stuff, right? Sure. And so we're trying to get him to just lay in bed, cry it out, and that's one of the toughest things you can do as a parent, just hearing him 
sit there and cry and cry and cry. But they got to learn at some point. Yeah, nobody's going to come in and get them. They just yep. need to, to get them back to sleep. Yep. So he's crying, crying, crying. And it just, Rachel and I both just woke up and it's like, ah, I don't want to go get them. Let's just, let's just wait for a little bit longer. About five minutes goes by and he's using all the cries in the world. And then all of a sudden he stops crying and you hear this. Oh no. And we're like, Oh, and I like get out of bed like real quick. It's like, what's going on? And I'm standing at my door and all you hear is this like, like going <laughs> on the floor and then yeah, you the hear the door. Floor. Yep. You hear the door. And then I look over and it looks like this little, little man is escaping from Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> he's like running and like, I was like, Elliot. And he's like looking at me like a deer in the headlights. Like, Oh right. my God, I just got caught. <laughs> this oh, little so dude funny. can barely, I mean, like he's, he's obviously walking, but like not, it should not be able to climb yet. And just right. like climbed, escaped prison out of his crib and, uh, and got out. And so after that, we're like, well, we don't, I was really going to say, yeah, arm. like you, you can't go back after that. Cause now yep. that he knows he can do it. You're just asking for him to take a bad tumble and yep. Exactly. So we ended up buying the big boy bed and, and putting it in the corner. So, oh, but yeah, funny. I just, I felt like I needed to share that since we're talking about sleeping and, and kids and that stuff. So, yeah. yeah well, speaking of Elliot, um, you know, for our listeners, he just had his fourth birthday and bro, I got to give you props. The party you threw was oh, insane. Man. And I'm not talking because it was like super fun and you had delicious food, all of which was true. But yep. like, oh my God, there were so many kids. And like, I was sitting yes. on the stairs with your dad for most of it. And the amount of times that, like, kids would go, you know, running up the stairs and, you know, we're watching yep. them to make sure that they don't take a tumble. Like, we were kind of ready to go if, if something bad happened. But the yep. amount of times that, like, a mom or a dad would walk by and be like, did my kid go this way? And then it's like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, they don't even know how to climb stairs. And it's just like, yep. well, like, they sorry. Do now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, just... That many kids running around with, you would think, a ton of adult supervision. But nope, once you, once you get around all your buddies and you start cracking beers and stuff, it's just a free-for-all. <laughs> yep, yep. And that's, again, man, we're talking Midwest birthday parties, right? Yeah. Elliot turned 48 months, and so we decided, to, okay, I can't, I can't go on with this bit anymore. He turned four, four years old. <laughs> Uh, and so he turned four, uh, we threw him, uh, you know, a good Midwestern birthday where we, uh, we invited all of our family, all of our friends, uh, a lot of our friends with kids. And, and I tell you what, man, it was a rager. Uh, you know, the, the chocolate cake was going around the, uh, the, oh man, what did, what did Rachel make? The, uh, the juice, what was that juice? I don't know what juice you're the talking punch. about. Though. Oh yeah. The punch. Rachel made this punch that had uh, like this orange sherbet, whatever ice cream in it with the Sprite. It's like the classic Midwestern punch that you have at, at kids' birthdays. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. It, with the yeah the sherbet and uh, I, usually it's like Sprite or Seven Up or something like that. And right. Yeah. 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 So the kids were getting all turnt on that. And uh, did I use that word right? Turnt. Yeah, yeah. I think I did. I think so. All right. Lit, as the kids yeah, say. They're getting litty, you know, and they, <laughs> they're just having a good time, man. Uh, you're younger than so, I am. I don't know why you're asking me these questions. 
<laughs> well, I just thought you might be up more on the Tic Tac. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm still a Vine guy. Do it for the Vine. That's that's still a thing, right? Do it for right? the Vine. Yep. That yeah, company so. hasn't gone down under real fast, have they? No, no. They're still making money. Anyway, okay. so, so yeah, it was just, it was really cool to see. Um, you know, we had, you know, seven of the Sipe kids. So my brother, brother's kids and, and all of, you know, my nieces and nephews, all that. And then we had, you know, just family after family bringing their kids over uh, all around the same age. And that was just so cool. So this was our, our first big party in the house since we moved in a year ago. Thanks, yeah. Corona. So uh, seeing that many people in the house, just it made my heart happy. Uh, yeah. No, the, the, the Corona truthers are, yeah, they're they're very much like we we did something really terrible having that party. But, right. I mean, yeah, that's everyone's opinions we'll just kind of leave it at that i do because you made the comment of like yeah mid midwest free for all uh i sent you a link to to those who have never seen this there's an amazon review uh called backyard carnival of death chris uh, since you're in charge of the social medias i sent it to you i just want you to send the link out if you need a good laugh a, a good five to ten minute read go read this Amazon review. I won't even tell you what the review is for, but I had a dramatic reading of it done to me once, and I about peed oh my myself gosh. laughing. I was laughing so hard. So as you're imagining Sipe's party for his four-year-old son, I want you to just put put us in this situation. And just <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave it at that. So so read it. You will not be disappointed. Can I can I just read the first paragraph? So they get a little sure. bit Sure. Yeah, they can listen. get a little taste. Sure. I'm a risk analyst for a major insurance firm. So when my wife and I were planning a birthday party for our seven-year-old, Crispin, my mind naturally turned to liabilities. We settled on the theme of a backyard carnival, <laughs> complete with a sing- swing set, a trampoline, merry-go-round, and a giant slip-and-slide. So I carefully inspected the equipment for safety. It all seems sound. Yep, just stop right there. Yep, I'm just going to stop right <laughs> Cause, there. Because, oh my gosh, God, dang. it gets great. So, yeah, I don't know if you have seen that yet, but please read it after the show if you haven't. All right. It's so funny. I'll send that to our tweets, our tweets page and our Facebook. There you go. So, yeah, go check that out. But, um, yeah, so big, big happy birthday to Elliot. Um, yes. You know, love love the kid, and he, he was so excited. I what would you say his favorite present was? Because I I feel oh, like man. it's the skateboard, but I I, I don't know. I, I can't decide between the three fishing poles, the yeah. the uh, <laughs> yeah again another so midwestern thing. It was and he was so dang excited to open up every single fishing pole. Oh yeah, and he'll uh, use them all too. Yeah, and we're gonna go fishing out at the farm. It's gonna be fun. Heck yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he was pretty dang excited about that that uh, that skateboard. He, he tried getting on it right away. And we're like, oh, whoa, 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 where's your, he- where, where's your helmet? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks for it's, being a safety guy. <laughs> hey, it's a it's a crispin kind of situation without a helmet. So exactly. you'll, un- you'll understand that reference. But. Yeah. <laughs> and the weather was nice, too. Like, yeah. like, it's been so crazy here. Like, oh, my God. D- truthfully, we had like a gorgeous day, went out golfing. The mm-hmm. next day, snow. Yep. And then for... Elliot's birthday, gorgeous day. Yesterday, gorgeous day. Yep. Do you know what's in the forecast tonight? To start snow. here right about yeah, right about now? Snow. Yep. 
Yeah, it's snowing where I'm at right now, out in northwest Missouri. Just unreal. <sighs> Kansas, what are yep. you doing to me? This is why none of us are healthy out here, and we all have allergies and shit. Because yeah. it's just Mother Nature can't make up her mind, and we all have to deal with her her stuff. In the bush lattes, that's another reason why we drink. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to drink to stay stay sane out here sometimes, but that's part yep. of the fun. So, talk about staying sane. I think that's a good segue here. How sane are you right now, Mark? Well, I'm pretty sane. It's more so the everything's in kind of a bit of a daze. I feel yep. like I'm drunk all the time. And even though I have been drinking, it's certainly not enough alcohol. Like, I, I know my limits, but the, right. the reason why... Um, yeah, big news. The reason why, to kind of even harken back to episode point, you know, 0.2, is right when we hit stop record and we were going over the post-show notes, yep. um, I got, and, I, and I'm sitting in, you know, uh, I, I, was, I was out of town, I was in a hotel room, I had checked in at 9 o'clock um, because I had a corporate meeting for, for my business the next day. And, uh, and we wrapped up at about 11, 11.30. <laughs> and I yep. get a text from my wife that says, um, I think my water just broke. And what? so I called her at about <laughs> midnight. And I'm like, uh, are you serious? And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I think it's a thing. I, I called the doctor, and they think I need to come in, even though I'm not having contractions yet and so on and so forth. So, And so you're two and a half hours away from home right yeah. now, right, at this yeah. point in the story. But uh, where, where we were going to have the birth of our child was dead center of where we both were. Um, so okay. that kind of worked out. So, yeah, yep. checked into the hotel at 9, checked out at midnight. Yep. Got to where I needed to go at about, you know, one forty-five, two o'clock. And about not even 12 hours later, yep. we uh, had a beautiful baby boy. So I have joined Ooh. the, you know, I, I have my son, um, Reese. And, and yes, I call him my son, even though he is, you know, by all accounts of the law, my stepson. Um, right. But I don't view him that way. But yeah, I have my first biological blood son. Um, and it's... It's very exciting. So welcome to the world, yes. Jack. Uh, he came. Um, and, it, and again, it, it had snowed and everything. Um, it, was a, it, it, was too, it was the night we came home. It, it snowed from the hospital. Um, the day he was born was gorgeous. Again, beautiful weather outside. But then, yeah, the yep. night we came home, snow everywhere, which was crazy. We, we weren't expecting that. But yeah, running a little low on sleep. But he's, he's eating good and sleeping good. Um, and I tell you what, Sipe, um, yep. you know, not to get a little too personal with you, but there are a few people in this world who can not just clear a room with the with the leakage that comes out of their butt. <laughs> there's yes. there's some people I know who can clear entire buildings. I'm talking like six story buildings. Yep, yep. You are one of them. Yep. My I son Jack might be giving you a run for Ooh, your money. I mean, Jack these Jack. things. Like, I have to almost wear a gas mask to Dang. even change a diaper with this kid. That's, that's good stuff, Jack. It's, oh, my gosh, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, baby number four is here, um, and, and that's part of the reason why it took us a little bit to, to get back to the podcast. But, yep. we, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep rolling with this, and I'll, I'll try to keep with a weekly schedule at least for our listeners. That way we're not leaving you in the dark about what's going on and... Um, yeah, graciously, my wife allowed me to come on tonight, even though we're both, yeah, a little deprived of sleep and, and helping each other out. But yeah, 
big news in yeah. the in the hurdle clan for sure. Awesome, man. Awesome. And and my wife and I got to go meet him on uh, Thursday this last week. Uh, mm-hmm. On actually on Ellie's birthday, we took her to lunch over there and, and got to meet him. And oh yeah. man, just giving us baby fever. Let me tell you. Hey. Yeah, I mean, we typically are pregnant at the same time. This is the I first know. time we really kind of weren't. So, yep. Um, yeah, this is the first time yeah. Rachel and Katie and the the last two kids anyway they were pregnant at the same time for at some point, right? Some some sort. Right. Of time. Yeah. I I think Bell like you had just gotten pregnant when Bell was born, but yep. you know, still counted. Yep. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, let's see. We have so the listener requested shorts. Um, we we released uh, so right now we're on episode zero point three and you and I have kind of talked that we're we're probably going to do about a five to ten episode run yes. of us just getting our feet under us making sure the audio is fine you get you know practicing your editing starting to get some okay. stuff up for our social medias and whatnot and then we'll release like the official like episode one even though it's going to really be you know like episode ten or eleven or whatever yeah so. Uh, we've we've released this to a couple of close family and friends and gotten their feedback on different things and some stuff that they have suggested is just quick little short segments. So we're actually going to start with what I'm going to call hilarious hurdles dad joke of the oh, week. Oh, here we go. So are you ready? And Sipe, I pick I picked this one special for you because of your profession, which is in okay. the wind farming industry. Right, right. You ready? It's gonna be tough because I I love dad jokes. I'm just okay. It might be easy to impress me. I, I guess is what I'm getting at. Oh, I see. So I see. here gotcha. we go. No, here I love go. dad jokes. Yeah, it, the punnier the better. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. So, what type of music do windmills like? What type of music? Do you... I don't know. Well, I've heard they're big metal fans. Oh. <laughs> big metal. Fans. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That is pretty good. Yeah, big and, metal yeah, fans. Since I'm was a wind tech, now I'm a safety guy. Yeah, I get yeah, it. That's funny. There you go. That's good. That's big good. Metal I don't have fans. to use that. You know, because again, Take it as to work a safety tomorrow. guy. Yeah, I, as a safety <laughs> guy, I have to say a, a corny joke uh, when I, in the morning meeting. Oh, of right? course. Yeah. If you don't start your meeting with that, we're, we're no longer friends. All right. All right. I'll okay. have to. I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll do that to the the site this week here. There you go. So. <laughs> All right, and then the other listener requested short this week is uh, what I'm going to call Sawdust Sipes Handyman Tip of the Week. Perfect. All right, so this one I actually just saw today, and uh, it's about trash bags. Okay, I actually just bought some today, so this is perfect. yeah. We've been putting them on wrong forever. I'm just going to say that as a blatant statement right now. Putting them on wrong? Yes. We've been putting them into the, the trash can wrong. Okay. And, and I guarantee you everybody's listening to me like, what? How can you put this in wrong, right? right so, you just shove it in there and you know maybe drape well, it on the sides a little bit. Everybody that I know anyway pulls open the, the bag itself and then gets right. it a couple fluffs, right? Open yep. the bag up. Right. When you do that, you're actually putting it inside out. What? Yes. So if you look at that trash bag, when you unroll it from your roll, uh-huh. the seam is actually sealed on the outside. That's supposed to be sealed on the inside. So what you do when you put on your trash bag is you, you open up the flap, 
right? Open up the hole. Okay. You insert it on top of your canister. Uh-huh. And then you you put your hand from the top, it looks like a hat, and then right? like, like push the trash it in. wearing a hat. And then you push it in, so it turns it right side in. Put all your bags in or all your trash into it. And then you, you know, so it's like, so it's like a reverse condom is what you're telling me. (laughs) Yeah. Like instead of rolling it it over your, you know, your schlong, you actually just push it into the the hole. Really? Yes. And we're actually better analogy. It's like putting on your sock from the outside in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you you start with your toes and then you just roll the sock up your, your leg. I, I guess that's. Kind of a bad. Analogy. I was gonna say that's that's exactly yeah. how condoms work. <laughs> socks socks are foot condoms. I don't know if anybody knows this. <laughs> so, so yeah, so yeah. There's your uh, your sawdust sipes handyman tip of the week. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. No. I I've already I've already put the liner into the trash can, but I will I will test this out. Uh, we literally fill our trash once a day, and the, and we have yes. for for those who don't know, my trash can is literally a barrel. Like, it's not like your standard, like, trash can under the sink where, you know, you throw your Kleenexes and stuff. No, we have a barrel, like, in our little nook of our house. And somehow this thing still fills up in a 24-hour period. I don't know how we do it, but, like, God, we're we're part of the problem at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So, okay, yeah, I will will test that out. That is a fantastic tip. So... Um, and then I believe there's there's another segment of yours that you shared with me right before the show went live that had me cackling. So uh, why don't you yes. why don't you lead a, lead away with that since you discovered it? All right, this third uh, listener requested short that we're calling it is the Tic Tac video of the week. You know you you've heard of Tic Tac, right? I thought it was all the kids I thought are... it was called uh, uh, Talk Tic. No, Tic Tac. Oh, Tic Tac. All those little kids are, you know, the kids are dancing to songs. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So the Vine ripoff is what you're telling me. Yeah, the no, no, no videos and all that right. stuff. Okay. Right, okay, gotcha. So <laughs> this one, this video, I'm going to post it to our, our Tweets page and our Facebook page. Uh, you can find us on the Tweets page at pod underscore middle. And on our Facebook, you can search for pod middle. Uh, so we'll we'll have both of these uh, or this tic tac on both of our social medias here, uh, but I this video just cracked me up when I found it. So everybody that has kids, I I guarantee you, you have done this at least once with your newborn, right? Newborns are like these little dolls that are you know these fleshy humans that can't really do anything, <laughs> and so so you have to entertain yourself with you, them. <laughs> yes, I guarantee you, you have put your your finger on their chin and then moved their mouth up and down so they can, like, talk to mommy or talk to brother or talk to anybody, right? Right. So, well, so or, or kind of like one of these, the like yes, one of yeah. those. <laughs> right underneath the chin. Right, right. Okay. Right. Yeah, like like Smalls, right? Right. Was it Smalls? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sandlot. Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something like <laughs> that, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it was yeah, yeah. Who did it when he when he was yeah, getting yeah, lifted yeah. up out of the out of the the backyard of the dog, you know, with the yes, little like yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, so you've done this before as a dad. I know you. Oh have. yeah, right under and, that fat uh, little chin. Yep. So hi, mom. This how dad, are you? <laughs> right. Right. This dad took a video of his baby, 
and it's to the song "Look at Me Now" by Chris Brown and featuring Lil Wayne and Busta Rhymes. Right. And you know that part of the rap is like, yeah, yeah, the Busta Rhymes yeah. spitting, man. Like, yes, oh, yes, great. yes. Yeah. So I'm going to post this video. Take a look at it. It cracked me up. I hope it cracks you up too. Yeah. If you're a dad, you'll love it. Like, cause yeah, we've all done it. All of us. And and that's not a Midwest thing either. You, if, if you have a child, you've done this. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. So Let's go to our top five. Again, this is a, another listener requested thing. Yep. Um, we're going to replace it this week from from top five to, uh, sorry, from debate to top five. Yep. So tonight's top five, and we have not shared our top fives with each yeah, other Yeah, anxious all. to hear yours. Yes. So top five snacks to steal from your kids. Yep. And we're going like like five to one, right? Yes, five to one. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll start so, it out because it's it's a little, it may not be the most popular, but I love them. Um, and it's not yeah. me stealing an entire one because what happens is, is we give them to my kids, they take about a bite or two out of it, and then they're done, yep. and then I get the leftovers, you know, which, yep. which I feel like if you're not acting as the garbage disposal for your family, you're doing it wrong. So, yeah, you're not a real dad. Yeah, like it's, it's your <laughs> job to clean. Like half the time when we go out to eat, like, I don't even order food because I know I'm just going to be eating everybody else's leftovers, like, on the plate. Like, yeah. I don't want to take it home in a box. Um, by the way, here's another dad joke for you. We went to a restaurant the other day, and the, yep. the lady saw my food. She's like, oh, you want a box for your chicken wings? So I was like, no, nah, you can just have them. Like, we don't, we don't have to fight over them. <laughs> I don't want to box you. <laughs> I'm not going to box you. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Yeah. Get out of here. You're crazy. So there you My go. kids are right here. <laughs> Want a box for those chicken wings? No, no. Just take them. Jeez. <laughs> just take them. Gosh, dang, you're regressive. So anyways, uh, yeah, I I love getting the leftovers of what I call Nola bars, which short for oh, granola bars. Yep, yep. So particularly the s'mores granola bars. Those are the yes. best ones. Yep. For sure. So so yeah, my number five is, is, uh, is a half-eaten Nola bar. To steal from my kids. All right, my number five, the oatmeal cream pie. Oh, I didn't even yep. think about little Debbie's. Oh, my list is my list is complete yep, garbage yep. now. I did not even think about the little Debbie's. And so yeah, it's one of those things again where yeah, my son takes yes. like one or two bites oh. out of it. I'm like, oh yeah, yes. Oh, so there's there's only there's only one little Debbie that outdoes the oatmeal cream pie. But I'm I'm not gonna say it just in case it's on your list, but. Yeah, there's one little Debbie snack that outdoes the oatmeal. Oh, I don't pie. think it's on mine. Go so. ahead. Zebra cakes, bro. Oh, see, I'm not a big zebra cake fan. I'm not. Oh, never have yeah. been, never will be. I'm, I'm cutting my mic off right now. This, <laughs> this podcast is over. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a good run. We'll see y'all in the future with my well, own podcast yeah. starring my new best friend. <laughs> zebra cakes are where it's at, my brother. Ouch, ouch. Oh, I love zebra cakes. All right, oh. so. Number number four, and this is this is kind of more just generic because for me it doesn't really matter what kind it is unless it's like disgusting. Um, right. So just candy, you know, like whether it's M and M's or maybe they have like some some leftover like Halloween or Easter stuff. Now I'm not stealing yeah. licorice, you know, like the, you can just throw that in the garbage. Like yeah, I don't care about your licorice. your Twizzlers, but Ooh. but yeah, you know, you you just got some candy in there. Um, it, actually, right now there's a bag of mini M and M's from Easter 
And mm. Easter was, what, two weeks ago now, three yep. weeks ago? Like, Perfect. those M&Ms are free game. They're no longer my children's. They are mine. Yeah. I am 20, eating them. So, Two-week yeah, rule. Just, just candy in general. Number right. four. Number four for me, potato chips. And I'm going to put mm. in this, I'm going to be a little bit more specific, Doritos. Yes. They never eat them all. They never eat them all. And that's like one of my go-to snacks. So, yep. yeah, they it, eat like It was in my top ten, but it didn't make my top five. Yeah, yep. they, sure. they eat like four of them. I eat the rest of the bag. Thank you, right. sons. So, so what Doritos are you buying for your boys? Nacho cheese. There's no other Doritos. Okay, thank you. Thank yes. you. Yeah, I'm glad we don't have to debate this. Yeah. And if you say Cool Ranch, I will stab you in the jaw. Yeah. Cool Ranch sucks. Fight me on it. Yep. I will box you over Cool Ranch, and it's not because I want to take them home. Exactly. Cool exactly. Ranch is terrible. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to just burn them all, use them as tinder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or like the the what's the purple one? It's like the the spicy lime or whatever it is. Like, not, they're not Doritos. Get out of I, here. I don't even pay attention to any of them that aren't right. red. Yeah, no, it's right. either it's either nacho cheesier or spicy nacho. Those are the only two options. There's Absolutely. there's nothing else. Anything else that like it doesn't exist. All right, number three for me. This is kind of in line with the candy. Is cereal. I oh, love yeah. putting dry cereal in my kids' bags, in particular. And, and I know they're like shards of glass to most people, but when you put in a nice big old bag of Colossal Crunch, <laughs> like, oh, yes. that is just heavenly. Like, yep. I love, I will totally steal out of that, out of my kids. Like, I'll be, you know, I'll be driving in the car and, you know, Bell and uh, MK are popping them, you know, in the backseat. They'll be like, hey, like, give daddy some. And I, you know, reach back with my hand and they unload a bunch and I pop them in my mouth. And we just have a grand old time. I love yep. cereal. Yeah, Marshmallow Mateys, Colossal Crunch. Any of that stuff, it's all good. And even yes, just a standard yes. Cheerio, all you know, the Honey Nut Cheerios, those are great. Yes, yes. All right, number three for me, and I eat this during track all the time at track meets in high school. Okay. Butterscotch pudding. Oh, oh, yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. So, I mean, it's the creamy coming off the spoon. It's the yep. taste, the texture. Perfect. Oh, man. You can almost just drink this stuff. All right. So, so, so now I have to ask again. We're, we're deterring a little bit, but you got butterscotch correct. That is the number one snack pack. Yep. What's number two, vanilla or chocolate? Oh, neither. <laughs> it's butterscotch or, or bust, bro. Okay. I, no, I can, I can respect that. But the the correct answer, if you go beyond butterscotch, it's vanilla second and then chocolate third. We yeah. were given chocolate all the times as kids, and you yep. think that's the best because, oh, chocolate, like, of course, that makes sense. No, butterscotch number one, vanilla number two, chocolate number three, and if there's any other flavors, throw them in the trash. <laughs> so I will I will say, I just now remember this, my mom makes some, some pretty good uh, chocolate pudding and that we always have for Easter, so... I always eat it. I always eat my kids too, so it was it was pretty good. Chocolate pudding's good in like a a a dessert. So like Katie yep. makes what's called like death by chocolate, and I'm pretty sure there's chocolate pudding in there. Like that's yep. fine, but like you're putting it with like whipped cream and Oreos and like other stuff like that. So like yeah, chocolate pudding's great, but just stand alone, it's the worst of the three. All right, right. right. my number two, which might come as a little bit of a surprise to you because it's not technically a snack, it is a drink. Ooh. Capri Suns, baby. Yeah. yeah, see, I stuck with snacks, man. I, yeah, I thought but about like, Capri oh, Suns. man, on a, on a hot day when, when I'm watching Reese play, you know, baseball and it's 102 degrees outside and, yep. like, the water's just not cutting it for me. I, I need a little bit of that nectar, that, that sweetness, but I don't yep. want too much, you know. Yep. I, I just, I just need a, 
like one good gulp. That's what the pouch gives me because exactly. like, those things are gone in literally 0.5 seconds, even yeah. when I'm drinking through that tiny little straw. Which, can I just say, on a Capri Sun, can we like maybe like put like like a metal strip or something on the back because the <laughs> amount of times I've shoved my straw like through, I, I did it at your kid's birthday yep. party. At, at Elliot's birthday vein. party. On like two of them, I went right through the back and then it gets everywhere. And Yeah, but no, Capri Suns are delicious. Yep, so, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Number, that's my number two. All right, my number two. And it's a, it was a tough one from number two to number one for me. But Kay. number two, juicy fruits. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you know, like the... The uh, oh no, I didn't say the gushers. I said it wrong. The no, I know. Yeah, the, there's a knockoff. So my mom bought fruit snacks, and my kids eat fruit snacks all the time. Yeah. And you know, fruit snacks are fine. Reese went and got a pack of fruit snacks from my mom's house, and it, it was just like some generic like Walmart thing. And he bit into it, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And he ran over to me. He's like, "Mark, you gotta try these fruit snacks." I'm like, the "Nah, gushers. dude, I'm really fine." He's like, "No, Mark, this is the greatest fruit snack I've ever had." I popped it in my mouth. I was like. Oh my god, it's like a gusher, but it wasn't yes. a gusher. Like it was a yep. fruit snack with yeah, it was amazing. It was so Heck good. Yes. We devoured a whole pack of those things. Heck yes. Yes. So, no, I fully agree with you. I, I think that's what they're called, is like fruit juices or something. Like yep. weird. They're yeah. so good. They're so good. All right, number one. Super good. Okay, number one. And ironically, this is not something I steal from my younger kids. This is something I steal from my oldest kid. Uh oh. My eleven year old. Don't you dare say and it. I, well, and I was going to say, I don't know if he's aware that I'm stealing these because I'm very, like, discreet about when I eat them because they are his and they're his treats. Okay. But Slim Jims, man. Oh, man. I didn't even I think steal, about Slim Jims. I steal his Slim Jims all the time, and they're so good. Yep. They're so terrible for you. But, oh, yes. like, oh, my God, just the greasiness and, yep. like, and... And of course, like nothing drives me crazier, especially as a dad. Again, going back to the to the episode zero point one with the messes. Mm. When I see a kid open a slim jim and then they like hold it by the beef stick and not yep. the wrapper, I'm like, oh <laughs> no! Like that's gonna get everywhere. You're gonna have fingerprints everywhere. Gosh, yeah. dang it! Yep. But yeah, man, the slim jim number the one snack jam. to steal, and I legit Gosh. have to like heist that away from Reese. Like, See, he has to not know, because if he ever finds out, I'm in deep trouble. Yeah, and those are, like, a good, like, we just had 10 beers on a night the next morning, uh, grab a yes, Slim Jim. Yes, yep. Perfect Gosh. hangover food. Yeah, Dang Slim it. Jims are great. All right. So we, so we have nothing on our list that matches. This nope. is amazing. Nope. This Number is incredible. We're, we're legit giving the people a top 10 right now. Yes. Number one yes. for me, fruit by the foot. And if my yes. kids... Ever yes. try to get one of these? I'm stealing it before they can even taste it. Oh yeah, it's over. Yeah, because they're not gonna start on my number one snack. Because if they do, then I have to share all the time. And I'm not about sharing my fruit right. by the foot. It's by the foot. I need a foot, not nine inches. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm eating it. Uh, so so here's a question: Do you okay. shove the whole thing in your mouth, or do you truly like eat it like bit by bit? Inch by I, inch. It depends on it depends on what type of sugar high I need. Oh, okay, sure, sure. If I'm if I need that that fruit by the foot bomb that grenade, I'm just wadding it up, throwing it all in my mouth. Yep, perfect. If I want to savor it, if I need you know just the sugar a little bit by a little bit, I'll do the bite by bite. There so you I'm go. A, yeah. I'm a switcher upper. Did you ever do the ones with the tattoos on them, and you could like tattoo your song? 
Yeah, that was a long time ago, though. I just yeah. I got tired of them, and I was like, I was oh, gonna yeah. say, do they even make them anymore? Like, those I don't know. Cool. I'll have to look them up. Yeah. All right. No, that is a that is a legit. I I loved all of your picks. Yep. Um, because I didn't even think about half of them, and yeah, like mine, a little bit more on the generic side, you know, cereal, candy. But I mean, hey, like that's what Halloween is for. Like exactly. it used to be getting dressed up and going out and get candy. Now it's just. Nope, we and and you're a classic case of this. I'm sure we'll discuss it once we get around Halloween. Yes, but you'll you know you'll dress up, scare the crap out of some kids. Yep. And then when your kids come home, you eat all their candy. Like you have exactly. just as just as yeah, good I mean, of a time. I give it a couple of days though. I'm not one of those psychopaths. That just I mean, yeah, no, away. we're not crazy. We let them <laughs> we let them get their you know two or three Snickers that we allow them per day. Exactly. And then we take the rest for ourselves before it goes bad. Yes. You know, we're because we don't want to waste. No, we're not wasting. No, like someone's got to eat it. Yes. I mean, there's starving kids in Africa, and I'm not sending them <laughs> terrible chocolate that that went bad on the plane. Oh, man. That's, that's one of those things I never understood as an argument to eat all your food. If there's starving <laughs> kids in Africa. Well, they're not here, so I can't send them my food. <laughs> and I'm really full, Dad. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and th- and that's usually... You should eat your food because they're starving kids in Africa. I'm just waiting for one of my kids to be like, so why don't you give this to them? Because I'm right. done. <laughs> uh, you win. I'll Venmo them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get on the Tic Tac and send them a video. Maybe yeah. make them some money. That's great. So, yeah. Well, Saib, I know we wanted to keep this one short, but yeah, I, I, know. I think we had a lot of... This is probably... I mean, I'm just going to go out there and say it. This is probably our most comedic episode that we've yeah. had. I like this, this one. All this stuff. Yeah, this one was good. So worth worth the hour listen for, for our people. Yes. Thank you for listening to our 0.3 episode of In the Middle Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at pod underscore middle and Facebook at pod middle. Also, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review with a question and we'll answer it on the next episode. You can now find us on all the major podcast platforms. Give us a tweet or Facebook us. We want to engage with y'all. All right. We'll talk at you soon. <laughs> Nacho cheese. There's no other Doritos. Literally grab my nipples. And that's why you can't break 100. <laughs>